Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi guys and welcome to Nip Tuck and Not Giving A Fuck. This is the podcast where we celebrate being positive, aspirational women and men. And this oh, is and men. <laughs> this is all about being unapologetically yourself. Whatever that may be. On Nip Tuck, we want you to get your voice heard. You can email us at hello, like you, at niptuckpod.com. You can also get in touch via WhatsApp. That means voice notes too. So we can play them out in our future episodes. You know we love a voice note. Love. Love. But don't worry. If you want to remain anonymous, we can either keep it secret or we can warp your voice. So don't panic. If you head over to this episode's description, you can get more info on how to get in touch with us. Thanks, guys. We want to know everything. So we want to know what's getting on your tits, your embarrassing story, what's giving you the ick, what you've been up to at the weekend, what you're embarrassed Funny. about. Funny, slutty. Yeah. Slutty Susan confession. Everything. We want to know it all. Dilemmas. Everything. Basically, we just don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. Right, guys, today we have a guest with us. Hello, Jack. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello, Jack. We've got a man in the room. We're both sat really close to it. So, Lauren, should we start by like how we all like got talking to each other? Yeah. So, Jack's actually got in touch with. Well, probably you and me and I'm probably the only one that replied because I replied to DM <laughs> and Ash fucking doesn't. Um, and it's not said, and said yeah, that it was, he, don't lie. <laughs> honestly, she doesn't lie to anyone. Um, I wasn't and, pretty enough. Uh, yeah, only, you, you didn't have a blue team. No, no. Like, um, so Jack's got in touch with me and basically said that he absolutely loves the show but also thinks that what we talk about could be a really good platform for something that he talks about yes yeah? um and keeping it funny but also informative which i love and i love that you actually got in touch with us because that makes me feel like we're really fucking good yeah because <laughs> like someone's got in touch like yes you're good yeah and now i'm like yes i am um so Fashion. yeah that's basically what happened but jacks tell us i mean why you got in touch with me <laughs> tell, tell us all the good stuff please why did you get in touch with us um so i got in touch with you because I think that your podcast is is brilliant in a sense that it's so real and raw oh, and and honest and you have conversations that that people either don't necessarily want to have or they're uncomfortable having. Oh, absolutely. Whether that's about you know surgery, sex, yeah. your body, your experiences, embarrassing stories, whatever it is, I think that without 
actually realising it, you are you are preaching being unapologetically you oh, and I think that that's really important and I think, I think you should be really proud of that thank so you. I um, want to be a part of it so oh. I agree and one of the things that I know we both want to do with this show as it progresses mm. from talking about arseholes as we move forward <laughs> <laughs> over time we do want to touch on the serious stuff as well with a jokey twist always but we do want to talk about things that people aren't talking about absolutely people are scared to talk about yeah um, people talk about but don't talk about it real and I think if we do that, we can help fucking loads of people. Yeah. Definitely. So I am glad you got in touch. And I, how excited have we been? I know, so excited. Really? Yeah. No, I, I, I like, like the questions we've got for you. Well, you know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so, Jax, tell us a bit about you and kind of why you thought we could help you spread the word. Tell us what your word is. What are you saying? Um, about two years ago, I started my transition from female to male. Two years. So Shut up. Like, honestly, That's only two years. Yeah, yeah, two years. That's nothing. Yeah, two years ago, probably this month, like, I basically oh made a video on YouTube and, and whatever and Jack, came out to the world. do you mind asking how old you are? You can ask me whatever you want okay. to wait. I'm 29. 29? Yeah. Wow. So, what you just said there is why he's here. You can ask me whatever you want. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so two yeah. years ago, you started your transition. Yeah, so um, I was a prison officer for three years before as a female prison officer. Right. And... I obviously reached a point in my own life where I was not okay. I didn't want to be here anymore. No, I was really? at a, I was at a bad point, and it came it came to a point in my life where I had to choose. Right, well, I, I either die or I I, I have a go. Yeah. I either die or I give this a go. Right, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it properly, and I'm going to take everyone on the journey with me, and we're all just going to learn, and we're just going to see what happens. Because as horrendous as it sounds, I was ready to die anyway. Oh, so if it doesn't God. so if it doesn't work then nothing's lost nothing's yeah. lost so oh. i'm just going to do this and see what happens and never in a million years did i think i would be able to walk back into a prison yeah. um and that's turned out to be one of the best things i ever did and the feedback that i've had from that is because of the approach that i've taken with it yeah. and to walk into um, it's the not giving a fuck approach yeah yeah and and sort of no matter how scared i am I know that I have to do what terrifies me to find my own true happiness every day. So if I walk in and say, listen, it's it's okay to make mistakes and yeah. give people that time and yeah. that space to learn yeah. and understand and and go through their own process with it and ask me questions and talk about it. And as long as it's not malicious, yeah. to me, that's like someone if someone's showing an interest they're showing an interest and they want to you know, learn yeah and if someone gets something wrong then you can give someone that information and if they still want to then be wrong then they're an arsehole yeah. yeah but you if tried. they take that information and then go actually you've just changed my mind or yeah. you've just yeah. helped me with something, something then it changes so because That's of amazing. that it had a massive effect on the prisoners and i started doing different things to raise awareness and i've basically been on a mission over the last year to spread awareness and talk about things, you know, on podcasts or on TikTok or, or whatever platform and talk about in a way that that doesn't make people retreat. Yes. You know, and Absolutely. doesn't and doesn't and it doesn't throw it in people's faces. It it just I'm just trying to show people that your family doesn't have to disown you and mm. you can still have these amazing relationships with your friends and your siblings and you know, people, the big question is, you know, sex, relationships, yeah. your body parts, all these things. Yeah. So it's You're massive for people. about that. No, and like, because yeah. I want people to, if we don't have these uncomfortable conversations, no. how's anyone going to learn? I completely agree. One of the things I was a bit 
I say nervous. I think, as you know, and as our listeners know, I've got no filter. Yeah. And nothing I ever said. We've been with Jack half an hour before he recorded. He knows my whole sexual history of the weekend. Um, in fact, we were uh, going to get him to sign an NDA, but then we realised that I already tell everyone. So, no, I know all you know, about everyone's asses. Yeah, you know what I'm. You know what I'm like. So, but as you just said, the word it's never malicious. Now, one of the problems that I personally think we have with anything. I'm using quotation marks, different or, or unusual new. or yeah. new. Anything that we're not used to. Mm. I think we are, personally, I'll say this from, and you probably agree, Ash, I'm scared to discuss it because if I say yeah. the terminology wrong, yeah. if I say, I mean, I'm never going to say it wrong so much, but if I say something It changes every right, day as yeah. well. Yeah, and things yeah. are moving constantly and it's not something that's in my day-to-day life because it's not something that I've experienced. So my fear is always offending if we are all scared of offending, then we're not talking. Exactly, yeah. And if we're not talking, then it's weird to us because we don't understand it. Yeah. And I think the fact that you, you're you completely on the same wavelength mm. as me, that let's have those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. Let's ask the questions like, it's not malicious, but we want to know more yeah. because how do we learn yeah. if we don't discuss it? But I have been scared. What if I say the wrong terminology and then whoever's listening is yeah. hugely offended. I'm fucking cancelled. Like, it's a yeah. fear. Yeah. And I think the way you're approaching it it's fucking perfect. Yeah. And if I say something wrong, you say, Lauren, no, 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 you don't say it like that. And yeah. then I go, ah. Yeah, right. yeah. And then no, you'll take it home. And then you'll take it somewhere else. And I'll be like, no, then, no, you don't say yeah. that. Yeah. And it's and that's never. How we ch- that's yeah. how things change. Right. Otherwise, we say nothing. First of all, though, before we do all this really serious shit, Ash has brought some fucking pickles for us to eat. <laughs> oh my God, guys. So she's met him for like 10 minutes and she's just right, pulled some goodness. pickles out and told him to get his mouth around it. Like, <laughs> that is how you get to know a person well, though. Get you your know, mouth around it. I mean, I don't know. They, I mean, don't give me a spicy one because right. I'll throw up in your okay, studio. Guys, oh, don't ruin it. So, well, I'll read the packet. Ash, and you, want, you want me it? to be able to talk for like the next hour. Yeah. So. Tell <laughs> us what, what the fuck is this? Right, let me just open this one. Right, <coughs> guys, so this pickle, the hot mama... <laughs> She's on QVC! The hot mama has gone viral. Okay. So these Van Holten's pickles, by the way, it's not an ad or any of that shit. It's I definitely not. I'm really into my TikTok. And, like, this weekend my feed was just overwhelmed with these fuckers. It's fucking hanging. <laughs> right? So I bought them and I thought... As like an introduction for Jax to the show. We'll make him eat a pickle. Now he has, he's only I mean, a guest. just a hug would have been he, all right. <laughs> so we've got three pickles here. We've got Big Mama. We've got you po- have Kosher Pickle. And kosher we've pickle. got Big Papa. So I Because think... I... I agree. You're having what? Big Mama. I was going to say, <laughs> because you instigated it, you're having the Big Mama. Okay. Jax, I'm so much more of a I, Big Papa. <laughs> I'm being nice, <laughs> and you're getting baby kosher pickle. Oh. This is disgusting. And I'm having big papa. So mine is a hearty dill pickle. I can't pickle. go with that juice, I'm sorry. It's disgusting. Right, now you're meant to drink the juice first. Right, can we say before anything, I hate pickles. I've never really eaten Just one. have a bite of it. Come on, guys, let's get them open. I'm not, if I drink I'm genuinely it, I scared. It. I am. Right. <gasps> the smell. Ready? Okay, get your pickles head up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop Jax it! can't even open it. Come on, big mama. I, uh, oh, I can smell it. I, right, and after three, we all take a bite. Right, right. Right, hang on. Push your pickle up right. through the top slowly. Careful, because there's juice. 
You don't want the juicer <laughs> up to just yet. <laughs> what does hot mama smell like? I can't smell it. I can't. If I smell it, I'm going to be sick. Oh, they smell like right. ass. You've got a tiny one. You've got. Jax has got a tiny pickle. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Right, Cheers. Just one bite, yeah? right. Okay, ready? Okay, one. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is vile. That's stunning. It tastes like a big mac con. I need some tissue. Mm. Jax is going to be sick. Have you actually bitten it? <laughs> chewed it. It's chewed it. He's fucking chewing it. Come on. No, I can't. I've just spat it everywhere. I had to thought we had to eat it. <laughs> you two up. I'm not a fucking... I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I don't want to eat it. It's still in my mouth. Swallow it. Nah. This is awful. Let's I, don't, right, I need some tissue. I don't think right. we can be friends anymore. No, I'm sorry, guys. We had to try that. Though. Why the fuck has that gone viral? Why I don't you, know. Why did you eat it? Uh, I ate it I as ate well. It and then began to I felt the it. peer pressure right. <laughs> We're back after our pickles. Um, everyone's had a little bit of a drink and a wash. And I thought you meant a drink, <laughs> as in like we've all had a drink, we've all had a pint. We've yeah, we cleaned up. It was disgusting. Now, Jax, we want to like get straight into it, but I'm gonna try and rein in Lauren's ADHD. Can you stop saying that because people keep messaging me asking <laughs> if I want to be an advocate for ADHD. I have not been diagnosed. I'm Yet. just giddy. I'm just giddy. <laughs> so um, I think with the questions, let's start like from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because the main, I think like the first thing that sprung into my mind was at what point were you like, I am in the wrong body yes. for me. Yeah. So obviously you said from like the first initial conversations we've had two years ago is when you started your transition. Mm. From what I know, because me and Lauren have worked with trans patients before a mm. lot, haven't we? Yes, yes, when we um, worked at the cosmetic surgery company. They had to go through like psychological tests yeah. and um, jump through certain like unpaid, like bureaucratic yeah. stuff yeah. prior to going straight in for yeah. it. And they were like, you know, completely- I don't think that's the worst thing in the world though. No, I Some don't. Of but it. I, so the actual transition started two years ago. Yeah. When did you think at something's point, not right? Yeah. Were you like right? I, um. So most people ask me, "Did you always know?" Right. So at twenty-seven and was when you that started. Was when I, yeah, when I like officially came out and started yeah. transitioning. When people ask me that, there's kind of two answers to the question. So obviously, I only really realised and delved into it when I was about twenty-six years old. Right. No, so wait, quite late on. But you'd have probably that, already had ten years of like sexual experiences and like hormones and because at sixteen, yeah, you've started. Yeah. yeah, of course. So I only delved into it then when it when it really started to become apparent at to me. But now I can look back now at me as a child. And I absolutely knew. Yeah. You knew then. But I just didn't have the vocabulary to verbalise how I was feeling for all that time. So wow. I didn't know what it was, but there was always something, something. there. And what so were like, you feeling? So, I mean, my mum explains it now and she's like, there was always an element of anxiety and Aww. being uncomfortable, you know, whether it was... Um, like going shopping for clothes when I was a kid, and yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be in a girl. I wouldn't want to be in the girls section because I felt so uncomfortable, and I felt like I looked like a man. But then, but did you look like a man in Were my you? head? Right, okay. In my head, I thought I've I seen did. pictures, and you didn't be because. But in you, that's how I you. felt. Yeah, but then I didn't want to go in the boys section because I wasn't a boy, and the amount of times I'd run out of the shop crying, like, <gasps> and I just couldn't go shopping for clothes, um, and that went on for years. Like I just could not stand and it. What did your mum? think it was what? my mum just thought that 
I was anxious and I just, just had, I was just struggling with, and obviously as I got older, I was just struggling with my mental health and, yeah. and whatever else. And as I, as I got sort of like later in, and I'd do things as well, I'd, I'd always be like chasing something else, like chasing a new life. You know, I convinced them I wanted to move school at 14. I moved school, right. too much later, I wanted to go back. So was it that you were you were I looking was, for something? A distraction. I was, I was chasing something, yeah. yeah. I was, a new you. Yeah, I was chasing something that I, but I just couldn't find. You hadn't recognised it. Yeah, because it wasn't there, the representation wasn't there. I didn't yeah. know what it was. I didn't know if it was impossible. Like, it wasn't something that I was thinking about. Yeah. But throughout, from being really little, I, I always had... Um, like like a uh, compulsive thoughts in my head, so I'd always say to myself like a million times a day um, that I want everything to be okay. I wouldn't change anything. Um, I don't want anything bad to happen, and I love being a girl. Wow! So, so that was one of the things, yourself, yeah. and it was like I was, and I didn't know what I was doing, but it was just these little prayers in my head from being like oh six, seven years old as a child, and that went that went on till I was about twenty four, like wow. just constantly, spe- you know, like a bit of a, like like, a, a, like, a, like, like an OCD, a like a compulsion, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd just have to say it over and over and over again, whatever I was doing, wow. you know, that's what was going on in my head. And I look back now and I think, oh my god, you've just like tried to convince yourself you're happy for yeah. so you long, have, yeah. So, um, so that went on until until I was sort of late teens, and then as I was like seventeen, eighteen, and you know, you're surrounded by your life, and you, mm-hmm. I'm from Wigan. It's sort of like a small town yeah, vibe. Yeah, I and know where Wigan is. I tried my best to be that Wigan girl with long hair. What is a Wigan girl? Just the the people who not not our Wigan girl, but the people who were around me. Yeah, so, Wigan girls. To what you could see. Yeah, okay. what what I could see. So you know, long hair, going out yeah. in dresses. Because you, you had that six long, inch heels. Yeah, yeah, you you know, yeah, yeah like Makeup. try. Yeah, like just trying to be that person, and uh, you know, I, when I'd go out and I'd have people coming up to me, be like, "Are you a bloke?" What? And it would break my heart. Like, but why? It would. Well, I think. I think just because I'm tall fuck. and I'm broad. And you're broad. And I'm, yeah, and I think. People would literally come up to me in pubs, and honestly, it would break me. No, like... but Ash, just think now. So we're looking at Jax, and Jax is clearly a, a man. If I, I wouldn't think yeah, of that. I, he's so... tall, he's broad, he's the characteristics of a man. Yeah. Right? So now imagine that he had long hair and a dress and makeup. Maybe people, he would look quite masculine. I mean, I don't think so. Obviously, I felt like that, but I mean, I've changed a lot now, like even my, the shape yeah, of my face and everything. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, like, my face was a lot rounder and your eyes, yeah. cha- everything changes. So, um, and obviously, I didn't have as much hair. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, obviously, that used to break me. Like, I used to get shouted at in women's toilets, you know. What like, do you mean? Are you joking? Yeah, like, this so is a women's toilet. So, you must have not, how do I say, you must have looked a bit manly. I think, I mean, because that. Why would people say it? Do you know what I mean? It was just, I think, I think that, I think it's an athletic physique that people just okay, go. Okay, so it was just your shape. I, I can't say like that Like you were people, lean. But I think that's what it was. Okay. And nobody wants to be misgendered yeah, in no. any way. Like, I don't want to be a man who looks like a woman. I don't want to be a woman no. who looks like a man. I don't want to be anything. I just want to be me. Yeah. And that is just, it just breaks someone's heart and it just makes you feel yeah. so uncomfortable. What were your friends like? Did you have yeah. good friends? Yeah, I, I had good friends. But like even in school, like one of my one of my good friends told me this the other day actually and she said, because you know what school's like, kids can be horrible. Horrible. And that was the go-to for me if I fell out with someone, like you're a, you're a man or whatever. And my one of my old friends said to me the other day, people used to say to me in school, like, why are you friends, why are you friends with Jess? She's a man. And I just, and they obviously so just Jess, like, oh, it's just me, mate. That's Jess, yeah. I, so I always refer to myself in the third person because Jess is still very much like a part of my life and okay. it's easier for me to say Jess and Jax than trying to like explain. Trying to explain it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, so I talk about Jess like she's... Like it's someone else. Like it's, like it's someone else, but 
something really special to me, wow. if that makes sense. Um, so, sorry, I'm, I'm going off. So do you still kind of, sorry, I am as well here, but do you still like respect Jess yes. and love Jess for what Jess yeah, was? Yeah, is? So, so I'm very different to the majority of, of trans people and it's because a lot of people see that person as being dead and yeah i kind of thought that. that you know there's a there's a term called dead naming and people don't so all this stuff i don't know yeah this. people don't appreciate um if someone says what was your name before or oh, things like that, that right so i've just asked you that question oh they, they wouldn't like they, that. they wouldn't like I it i didn't know that so how are we meant to know this stuff? exactly exactly so i think you just approach with caution yeah, of course, but, yeah. but then when you're too then cautious, you we're not going to speak anymore because yeah. I'm scared. Exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't know that term because yeah. it's... So there's a term called dead naming okay. it, and, and the majority of people see that person as being dead and they, they remove everything. Right. And for me, I just I just could not do that. Like, Jess was, was 28 years of my life, yeah. and for my mum and dad, like, yes, your as, and dad. as much as someone... You know, we could talk about parents, but as much as someone doesn't die, you do have to grieve a person. Oh, my God, yeah. And I've had to grieve Jess. My mum and dad have had to grieve Jess. My Your family, friends. my friends. You know, they gave birth to a daughter. They oh, named God, that's that given daughter. me absolute goosebumps because, like, oh, my God, I feel really emotional. Because, obviously, I've got, th- I've got Thea, my little girl, and the thought of her, like, having her for ages and then her saying, like, I'm not, oh, my, what? I'm not. yeah. They, yeah. I'd miss but the, then they, but then they're I'd, gaining. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, you're gaining and, and something it's else, and she's so being who she hard. Wants. It is so hard, and when with with parents as well, it's it's fear. It's so you much want to fear. Like them, don't, my yeah. mum's like, life's hard enough. Like I don't want to don't watch want you go to, through this yeah. and the abuse and. And you, you don't think it's ever going to happen to someone you know, no. and you know it's dangerous being trans. Like people want yeah. to kill you just for existing. Oh, what? Like people are still getting. Oh, I'm, I don't want to make. Why? Why? <laughs> no, I must be hormonal. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you know, like, I could honestly. I think I'm either hormonal. Do you get or like trolled a lot me. and stuff? I get as more well. on TikTok than I do in the prison. Oh yeah? my god, me too. People tell me like I need electrocuting. Like, yo, what's wrong with the world? Like, you should have killed yourself. All these things. And I do what I do because someone in my position but maybe not feeling okay or not have the support could would would listen to those people and i can't like we can't let that happen but with parents it was hard and we butted heads for they must have found it so hard as a parent i'm like wow i've skipped skipped, so between age of 16 i've skipped even realizing so 16 to like 21 you were like learning going out yeah so i was trying to be that and that was when I started sort of delving into my sexuality and yeah. realised that I was attracted to women. And at the time I joined the military, I went into the RAF. Do you think that was part of like compressing and... I mean, it, it's one of the best decisions I ever made because it's it's fantastic and it it, it brings people out of the, the small yeah. town world and yes. shows people that there's life. Ah. And there's a bigger, there's a bigger, bigger world yeah. and you don't just feel like... Uh, you see all these different people and you're like, oh my God, maybe it's not small town. Yeah, yeah I can exactly. imagine that. So for me, I was sort of... I had like bad mental health around 18, 19, and that's when I and that's when I joined. And I was questioning my sexuality then. But back then, even just ten years ago, I didn't know a single gay woman in Wigan. No, you know, Shut like up. I didn't, and it, so that was terrifying. And I so joined the, fact the that area. Maybe attracted to women at the time was they not? <clears> that was scary. scary enough. Yeah, that was yeah. coming out for the first time. Did you voice hell, I'm sick this of coming to out. anyone? <laughs> Did you voice it to anyone? So I joined the RAF, yeah. and I was statistically. There's so many more gay women who join the military. Yes. And I joined the military and I was suddenly surrounded by all these gay yeah. women who played rugby, who were like me, who were like into the sport. And, yeah. you know, I was in a uniform, so I weren't just oh, Jess. Amazing. I was behind a uniform. Yeah, yeah. 
And I was surrounded by all these women who were strong and they owned it yeah. and they were unapologetic and they were gay, but they were still feminine and yeah. all these things. Where they wanted to be and not just whatever they yeah, wanted Yeah, they were to just be. being. So that obviously then gave me the courage to come out Brilliant. the first time, yeah. which, you know, was fine. Like, and did I you kind of think, this is me. I am 100%. a gay woman. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I joined makes, the military. Yeah. yeah, I felt so proud in the uniform. I was surrounded by all these women. I felt like, yeah, I'm gay. Like, this is me. Yeah. This is it. And you I'm were home. about 21 at this point. I was, so I joined when I was 19. You're so fucking young. So that I was like, this is me. My mum yeah. and dad would say, like, this is this is Jess now. Yeah. Like, and you, I bet everyone was relieved. Like, ah, yeah, this yeah, is it. This is it. Yeah. This is yeah. it. You just, need, you just need to be around the right people, mentally and physically stimulated. Yeah. Like, yeah. you, that's you. Yeah. Um, and like everything else, it's it was just filling a void and everything has a time cap. Yeah. Right. So I was happy in the military. I loved it, you know, and, and for me, I found power in a uniform. Like I am useless when I'm not in a uniform mm. because the uniform allowed me to be someone. Somebody. And not just have to sit with Jess. Mm. Yeah. And at the time still, obviously, I didn't know what that meant, but I look back sense. now and I'm like, that's why. Yeah. So um, I spent three years in the RAF before... Um, so I was playing a lot of rugby at the time and they're very big on sport and stuff. So I got posted to um, a, a different job, basically. And in, I used to be on a tactical unit, so we'd just fly all over the world, like, wow. you know, guard military planes and stuff like that, all, like, worst and best places Staring. in the world. And that kept me going. But as soon as I was posted so that I could play more rugby, I was in a desk job. And um, mm. I had to sit with Jess then. Oh. So my... Literally, my mental stability just started like deteriorating. deteriorating fast because I was just sat at a desk, like, and I just, yeah. I just could not cope with it. I couldn't cope with it now, anyway. But yeah. back then, when you've got things in your head, and you sat there, and it wasn't even the fact that I want to be a man. It was just you still didn't know. I was just depressed. Something I was just right still. Yeah, I just wasn't okay. And there did was, you feel a bit like I'm a lesbian off. woman? Um, or a gay woman? I don't know. Do you say lesbian, gay? Yeah, either. whichever. Um, and then was it all of a sudden like, oh no, that's not right. I'm still not okay. Yeah, exactly. Still, I'm still not it's right. Just, I was still chasing yeah. something, so I was like, right, I'll buy an house, that'll fix it. I'll change my car, that'll fix it. I'll be friends with you, that'll fix it. I think it. a lot of people do that with, oh, in life. Yeah. yeah, so I was doing all these things. I was doing well in my life, but I never once was looking in the mirror and wow. thinking, this. I need to look deep in myself here. Did you so, have a, a, a girlfriend? Um, a few, like over that period of time. And yeah. how was that? Did you feel... Comf more comfortable then? Yeah, obviously, because I'd, I'd had boyfriends before, before. Oh, my God. So I'd, I'd had boyfriends before that. Okay. Um, before, obviously before I joined the area. Yeah. So um, you'd had boy. So you've had you'd had boyfriends. And yeah. Straight woman, gay woman, trans man, whatever you want. Oh, a bit wow. of a bit. Of, oh, <laughs> crikey! I bet you've got some stories. <laughs> later, later, Lauren. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I I literally started deteriorating, and I got sent on tour. And whilst I was on tour, I just basically decided, right, I just. I just need to go home. I just need to leave. Like the RAF is is incredible, and I've got so much love and pride for it. And if I hadn't have had my own shit going on, I probably would have still been in. Yeah. But I was in such a bad place that I just could not like yeah. carry on. I just needed to go home and go to my mum. Yeah, you needed your mum. So yeah. when you're in the military, obviously you have to put a, your notice in it. You have to put it in a it lasts a year. Wow. So I put my my notice in while so yeah, I was on such tour. Such a long time. Yeah, and I came back on tour, off tour, and you have sort of a bit of time off anyway after tour and I literally did not leave my mum's side for about two months like I just I went everywhere with her I went hairdressing with her because she gave you like she just made me feel safe I was yeah, just terrified I just felt unsafe oh, I couldn't stop worse. crying I couldn't stop I couldn't look at anybody I didn't want to talk to anybody I was and you're a bit fucked Broken. anyway when you come yeah, back off imagine. tour but but I was just 
just done. I was just gone. And um, you poor mum. I know it's not about your mum, but I keep thinking. No, but from it, that is, point it of affects view as well. everyone. But it affects I keep thinking, everyone. like, imagine thinking, what do I do? Yeah, like, exactly. what's wrong yeah. with her at the time? Yeah. What I don't know what to do about it. I was there. just, bro- I was just completely broken. I could not stop crying. And I know my mum was worried because she'd yeah. watched this unfold, like mm. this mental health sort of, yeah, you know. And um, and so that happened. And then I went back to work for a bit and realised I just couldn't. So I was off sick from the military basically, and I got a job in the prison service so it got me out a little bit sooner mm-hmm. back in your uniform exactly yeah so i did that and i was like i just need to be at home and that's what i felt like i needed so i'd obviously not been like very well yeah and then i got that job um and it got me out of the military a few months earlier so i went straight into the prison service which was brand new distraction uh, like. so then you were all right again for a little bit because you've got like a new distraction you've got a uniform yeah yeah it was the perfect in between for me where yeah. i'm at home it's it's the perfect in between yeah. between like civilian and military yeah. life you know yeah. i'm living at home your mom, but, but i'm in a service and yeah. i'm in a uniform and i'm i'm doing all these things so i went into that obviously you know i love the job you know it's so different you're working with so many people yeah, i'm in a different uniform i'm meeting I've new, got 100 questions I'm, just about that i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm meeting new people um and to a prisoner you're everything you know your mum dad nurse fire a man, police so man, therapist. You know, I was just, it just keeps you, it's just different every yeah. day and it keep. that's Stimulated. what I need anyway. Yeah. yeah. So for another two years. At a female or a male prison? So I work in a male prison, but at the time I was a female officer. So you were a female officer in, in a male, male yeah. prison? Yeah. Okay. So I was known as, as Jess, as Miss Feely yeah. for the first three years. Okay. So two years in, um, I'm having a conversation, right? Just in general with someone about mental health. Yeah. And... I forgot to tell you something, actually. So when I come back off tour, when I was, like, in a ditch, I said to my mum, is it because I want to be a boy? And is that the first time you said it? Yeah. Is that why I'm so depressed? Wow. And my mum said to me, she was like, no. She was like, you're this beautiful athletic woman. Like, no matter who tells you, you just can't see how beautiful you are. Like, she'd heard this is before, who you yeah. are, you know. this is You wouldn't be you if you weren't So did Jess. she think that you were kind of just unhappy with who you were and trying to put yourself in a box type of thing and like work out what was wrong. Yeah, and she's like, she, no, no. She was just being, being a mom. you know, yeah. And and, now, and at the time, that's what we both believed. And I ask her now and she says, I could never say, yeah, Jess, you, want, you should have been a boy. Because yeah. if you'd have listened to me and then done that, and it wouldn't have been the, the right, right decision. Did she know? I would She'd never have, have killed myself. I would yeah. never have forgiven myself. Yeah. Do you think she knew? I think she had inklings. Yeah. Because I'd always questioned it because I'd always been called it. Yeah. So, but that is what we both believed at that time. And I sort of buried it again. Yeah. And then, sorry, so I was having this conversation like about a year, two years later yeah. within my prison um, career. And we was talking about mental health. And I said, like very blase, oh yeah, I just, I, I've like struggled with mental health and blah, blah. And I used to think I wanted to be a man. And just like said, it's just like I've dealt away. with that, dealt with that. You know, that's just, it just it was just a fleeting thought. And since that moment, uh, it took over my brain. It just brought it right back to the forefront and then I just could not stop thinking about it. And that then led me to dive into the world of YouTube and finding all these trans men who were like documenting the journey yeah. and, you know, happy and they've had surgery and they were building these amazing bodies and they were being models and they were doing all these things. And I'm looking at this thinking, is this actually possible? So did you not even know? 
No, not really. Like because it was a thing. Because I feel like not really because there isn't that representation there for yeah, men. I guess. Yeah. You know the the stereotypical thing that people think the image that they get in the red when you hear the word transgender is man yeah. address. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. You That's do. That's yeah. what because and you of, assume it's one way. When yeah. when I've told people that we've got you on and why we've got you on, people I've said no 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 female to male exactly. and they've been like ah oh, right okay that's yeah. interesting because everyone you definitely you're right, don't there hear isn't as much that. about no, you that don't. Yeah, no you don't there, there isn't that and that's why I'm I'm trying to become the face yeah. of that yeah. so I just didn't think it would be a thing so I, I started watching YouTube and whatever else and f- for the next year I was just watching just these watching. things and now, just, those you people, just immersed yourself in research if and those everything. people yeah. hadn't been doing that no. you wouldn't have been where you are now, no. which is no. why it's so important for you to exactly, now do it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. And there wasn't a lot at the time, but there was bits, and and I was sort of diving into that. And I spent about a year just sort of diving into this because I just thought that's really good. Like I, I, I was looking at these things, but I was like, yeah. I can't do that. Not it a chance like in a hell can I. Yeah. Not a chance Wigan. in hell can I do that in yeah. Wigan. I can't do that to my family. I can't do that. I, I can't yeah. do that. So I'll just live vicariously through YouTube. But what I didn't realize was. As I delved more into that, my mental health again was just going boom. And working in a prison, it's it's one of the most dangerous and volatile environments. And if you're not in a good... Can you tell us more about working in a prison? (laughs) That also fucking fascinates me. Can we have you on for like three shows? Because I've got loads of stuff on. Do you know what I always say? If I didn't do what I do now, I'd work in a prison. It's, in, it's interesting though, and it's different I'm every obsessed. day. And it's, you? You, know, you know the programs yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking yeah. obsessed with it. But f- to be in a place like that when you're not in a good headspace <gasps> is dangerous. Yeah. Because you're it, on the ball. I was angry. I was just getting more and more angry because I was watching yeah. people live their authentic lives and I wasn't. And you weren't. So I was just getting, without realising it, yeah, I was just life. getting mad and mad and mad at life. And if you want to start an argument or start a fight in a prison, it's very oh easy. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, I bet you know, anyone will have it. And you start they? to put yourself and other people in danger and and I was always a well-respected officer and I was good at my job and and for like six month period what I didn't realize people were noticing me just cause absolute fucking carnage really and not know why in what way just like you know, you can snap at a prison. Well, you can start. Your head was a bit cloudy yeah, with it. All. Yeah, like it, prison is all about how you how you speak to people, how you deal with situations. Yeah. And if you want to just cause carnage, you and can. then if something's happening, you've got to then defend your officers. So if I'm having an argument with every fucker, everyone's Everyone fighting every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got called in once by one of my governors, who's a really good friend of mine now. But at the time, she pulled me in. She was like, "Right, we need to we need to talk." Yeah. Like there's we uh, there's there's been like several complaints like about yeah from mm-hmm. staff from prisoners and whatever else oh, and I was like what God. I was like I'm the only one doing my fucking job yeah, right like, yeah what? yeah yeah um so and she said she was like I've had I've had uh, I've had a complaint off this prisoner and I'm gonna read it to you oh God and this guy right like six foot guy big guy right not small and I'm just one female officer at mm-hmm. this point right and don't get me wrong I was feisty but I was like come on I'm not terrorizing yeah. wings here I'm yeah, one yeah. person. She was like, right, this complaint says, um, if I could choose between being in a shark tank with a shark and, <laughs> or being on the prison landing with Jess Feely, I'd choose the, char- I'd choose the shark tank every time. Oh, and I was like, yes! And I was like, are you fucking joking me? Like, what? And I bet you're like, what? I'm not fucking like, joking! You're, you're, taking, <laughs> this sh- yeah, you're taking this shit serious, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. you know? Stormed out of her office, you know. She I've not you... got a fucking temper. Yeah, she, yeah. she was like, <laughs> Slam the door we're going to get you break. a mentor, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And I was fuming. I was like, yeah. I'm experienced in this job. You you know, you put me on certain jobs because I'm good at it. You're saying I need a fucking yeah. mentor, blah, blah, blah. So I was fuming. 
so I, I left and took a door off her hinges. And, and you were only 25, <laughs> 26? 20, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's still a baby. Yeah. yeah. And you were scaring, but, big scary <laughs> men in prison as well. Because I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, who the no. fuck are you talking yeah. to? Yeah, because yeah. you probably got to you the point done. where you didn't care yeah. anymore. No, I yeah. didn't. I didn't. And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. I didn't, I didn't realise, but I was suicidal. Yeah, so you were like kind so, of almost On a rampage. Not yeah, yeah. 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 100%. No fear. Um, and I left that office and just broke down. Like, te- like just, I was just devastated yeah. because I was hiding something. I hadn't told anyone about it. And... She called me back in the next day and I got really upset. And she was like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, there's something wrong. What's going on? And I was I was really upset. And I was like, I, there is something, but I can't I can't tell you. I hadn't told my family. I hadn't told anyone. Yeah. I was like, I, I just can't tell you. And she was like, well, we'll support you. You know, we'll do whatever. And she kicks herself now for not pushing it. But I was like, I would never have, I, have, never have let you in. And she sat there. She's like, well, we'll do this and we'll do that. And I'm sat there thinking, I'm going off sick anyway. Yeah, so you know, what have I'm you done. said shit? Like, I'm done. I knew that it reached a point where I couldn't continue. Functioning. Yeah, yeah. like I was Having just... Having been there before, you were like, no, yeah. I'm done. I was like, I just can't keep doing this. So I went off sick from that point. Didn't tell like, anyone long? anything within the prison service. And I was not, then at a point where I've always told everyone my entire life, when it feels scary to jump, that is exactly when you jump. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, That's like the one of the you stay I've heard that, yeah. in the same place your entire yeah, your life. Comfort zone is oh my God. exactly. There's your no growth in the comfort no. zone. So it was t- it was my time to take my own advice. Yeah. And like I said to you before, I was I was at a point where I was like, you know, you know, I don't I don't want to die, but I don't want to live anymore. Yeah, I felt like, like that. What do you at do times. with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to. You're not like I don't want to die, but waking up every morning, I, I don't, don't want I don't want to do this yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, right. Well, I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to do that to them. No. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to do this and we'll just see what happens. And, and thank God you chose that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, yes. Because like, there's others that have, that, yeah, don't. Because there is no hope and there's, you know, you need to be able to see like on screen or anywhere like, that's me. That's okay. And I still thought at the time, I can't fucking do this. Like no. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was like, I Which can't. you should not have been. No. So I, get. I, I, I decided to, to sort of come out and tell my family and whatever else. And What did you tell? Like, what were the words? So I sat them down. So the first Why t- do I keep crying? So- You're fucking crying. <laughs> oh, no. I don't cry. I'm no. sorry. What a pair of... <laughs> what a fucking pair. Someone talk but, about dick. But you I'm know funny. what? But, but that's how... I think that's how you get through to people. Bad, because it touches people's emotions yeah. and they yeah. realise it's real and it could and happen. How, yeah, it could happen just, to you. It could happen yeah. to your child, your sister, your yeah. brother. Like, you have to be prepared for this. Yeah, and um, the first time I come out ten years yeah. earlier, you know, I sat down and I was crying my eyes out, yeah. thinking terrified of being gay. Yeah. And my dad just went, "You're gay, aren't you?" <laughs> Why are you like, gay? Aren't you? We've like, known for years. We've known for years. Well, thank you for realizing because yeah. we've been waiting. Yeah, yeah. Finally, and we can talk at about the time. It. I was shitting myself, like crying my eyes out, like squeezing no my sister's asked. hand. Yeah, my sister took a picture of it and I had it tattooed on my arm, like of us holding hands at that point. Oh my god, that's so yeah. So that was ten years earlier, right? And now you're like, guys, I'm back. So yeah, yeah, I'm back for. So get them all around the dining room table again, don't all right? <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, I hate those conversations. Bit, right? I hate them. So so they're thinking in their head, well, it can't be that again. Well, she's, not, come out she's already gay, so So what can it be? So they're all they're all start guessing, don't they? She's pregnant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was that one of them? You're pregnant. So I was like, no. No, I'm gay. <laughs> You're getting a puppy. No. <laughs> a puppy. <laughs> you like men again. No. I like men Right? And then my dad goes. As a joke, yeah, you're not having a sex change, are you? Oh my like, god! And my dad is like the epitome of man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said that, and I was like, shit. 
<laughs> it's a puppy. I'm having a puppy. Bye, everyone. So I was like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I am. And he just went green. Like, he, it was the biggest shock in the world so to he, him. So he just wasn't really... No, the only person who had a slight inkling was mum. Your mum, because she'd been there. And even she says it was like a massive slap across the face yeah. because she was sat there thinking, oh, my God, she's got to a point where she's ready to not be here anymore. Yeah. Because she's known that... She knew that... I had I had thought about yeah. taking my own life, but she knew. She yeah. knows me like she's psychic. She not, yeah, Born yeah. on Halloween, she's yeah. psychic. Yeah. And she knew that I. she was linking, she's reached a point where she can't do this anymore. She's going to actually do this. Oh. And it was a was massive, child, like... massive shock. And, you know, and like I said, you know, from my sister and my brother as well, it was just the instant fear of, of what's what the hell like a journey that yeah. how are we going to do this yeah it's everyone exactly yeah and my dad was like well we're gonna have to leave wigan i'm gonna end up punching everybody oh he was like my brother was the same he's like we're gonna end up punching everybody like we can't stay here because so do you know what's really sort of sad about this the first, the first thing, you thing you think that, that everyone thought yeah. was you're gonna get your head kicked you're in. gonna get your head kicked in we're gonna have to punch everyone yeah how bad that that is and, the first yeah. thought of everyone's yeah. And in a place where they've they've been their entire life, yeah. they know so many people. Yeah. They were so thinking, how are we going to explain this? Like, how yeah. are we going to, you know? And and to have so little faith in everyone else that because that's how we feel. Yeah, that that, because that's be what society's. Yeah, people you know, that they know and they they've known for years, worrying that they're going to yeah. be nasty to their and child. The, the thing is, and the worst thing that people can do is is tell their parents and then just go accept it. Yeah. Because it's it's you have to grieve a person like they gave birth to a daughter. Yeah. They named that child like that's they what, want. That's what they really want gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Having like been my dad probably thought I've about even thought you know of. walking me down the aisle yeah. or you know I mean he still can if he wants but you know <laughs> he could go down. You know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but no, I, it's, I, it's I, just I get terrifying that. and it's grief and it's pain and they've literally gone through every emotion going and. It's a de- it's it's a grieving yeah. someone like and and we butted heads for a long time and me and my dad were like. Well, you're my little girl. We're not gonna, you know. I don't, I'm not losing my little girl. You'll always be Jessica, whatever. Oh, Over a period of months, it's really and sweet stuff, that he felt like he could speak to you. It's ha- this was in like arguments, like yeah. you know, if, oh. if, if he called me something or whatever, and I'd be like, I'm not that, you know. Because some well, parents, have... I guess, would just like retreat. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's two parts to this because if you had the parents that just retreated and hid from it and didn't want to hear about yeah. it, yeah. or you've got parents that like really care yeah. about you, which yeah. means that you'll but, be on this roller but, coaster. But terrified of. Well, what if it's the wrong decision and what you if it doesn't work out yeah. for you and you Asking know questions. terrified and and that's where it comes from it's just fear but I that feel like but you can't that... expect someone's family your family just to be like okay then yeah you've had a year yeah. watching youtube they've yeah. not and one day one day it will be like yeah. that and that's why you know i'm doing everything i'm doing and because it shouldn't be so frightening to just be you you know yeah. that shouldn't be a bomb just yeah. saying this is me that shouldn't that's be me. dropping a bomb and really it shouldn't affect anyone fine then right so jacks at what point did you think, right, we are on the journey to transitioning, like we are going in and, and we are do? physically transitioning? Yeah. What was your first appointment? Who do you call? So yeah, ba- who do you ring? So basically, the the waiting list on the NHS for someone to have an appointment to even get assessed to be diagnosed with gender dysphoria yes, is this. over six years. Six? Fuck I thought it was three. It's gone to but six. How many it's gone people up to have, six have taken their lives by then in six exactly, years? Exactly, exactly. Like, I couldn't have done that. I was 27 years, years old and I was like... I can't do that. You'd be mid thirties before you even yeah, began. Exactly. So um Wasting the hottest years of your life. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. True. <laughs> yeah. So um luckily for me, obviously I, I saved up and I went private, which yeah. was still like a year's waiting list. So I went still through still a year private? Yeah. Fuck. So I wait so I 
went through that. So you get assessed by a psychiatrist who speaks to you and has a consultation about what you understand about transitioning. Mm-hmm. What you do you do you know if that's how you really feel? How do you, do you understand do you how you feel? Quite vital. Do you think? Oh my you, god, yeah. Because, yeah, I because do. some people need counselling. Some people yeah. are just feeling. Unsure, so let's make people. sure we're in the right, exactly, r- yeah. right j- journey here. Because it's not a mistake you want to make. You know? Yes, absolutely. So you have that and and they were confident that I knew what I was saying. You know, I'd, I was obviously That's reassuring like, for I'd, you as well. I'd though. sort of, you know, I understood the changes that would come mm-hmm. and whatever else with hormones. So they then refer you on to an endocrinologist who assesses you for hormones. hormones. And then um, as long as your GP is supportive, which is hard because if you don't have a supportive GP, they can stop it. What, your GP can say no? So, yeah. So if they don't agree with it. Right, so okay. the GP... And the and why the Kerr fuck would the GP have a, shared, have a say in it? They now have a shared care agreement to provide me a prescription. Right. So I then I now take a, an injection of testosterone every week. Um. So that basically then sets off your body into going through menopause and going through a teenage boy puberty. Oh my god! I bet you were horrible. So well, luckily for me, shark tank right, completely mellowed me out because I was so question. fucking angry anyway. <laughs> have you frozen your eggs first? No. Because you don't want kids. I do want kids. But, but you're I, not bothered if it's your right or I not. couldn't put myself through another six months of going on more female hormones. Yes. Oh, ah. yeah. Because you've got to inject. So I just want to put done. your transition off. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to start testosterone. Because you need to get the eggs and then. And yeah. supposedly when, because we've got friends at Frozen, mm. there is, they said they weren't fucking exactly. mental. And, you were and already I just wasn't stable. Yeah. I wasn't so stable. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Okay. So, um, so you start taking testosterone. So... Took me about maybe eight months to stop periods. Right. Um, and you basically go through a, a male like a, puberty. Like a, like a, you turn a, into a, a teenage a, boy. Yeah, 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 okay. So that's probably for the first few years. I'm still going through it now, you know. So, um, and testosterone affects everything. So um, the squaring of your, of your jaw, wow. your voice drop, um, growing hair in places that you didn't before. Your muscles. Um, your muscle mass, uh, your hairline, the way your body holds maybe fat. Maybe I've been so taking like, testosterone because my hair So like women hold fat. Um, predominantly on the hips and the legs. Yeah, Men yeah. hold it more on the stomach. Um, so did you fat, like... You... Yeah, so with the shape of my body and everything, like, it's just completely... From you know... one injection a week? Well, so at the time, it, they basically have to try and get you to a level where you're at a testosterone level of a regular, say, 29-year-old yeah. male. okay, okay. So, so that takes a bit of... Yeah, so you've got... So I'm still, like, balancing it out now. So you, t- you took the testosterone for um, a number of months and then yeah. at what point have you had surgery yet? You've had top... S- yes. Do we still say top surgery and bottom? Is that like a really old Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. So so you, I, have to, I have to take testosterone forever now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you don't, will, for example, my your facial will, hair, you'll my, start going back. So you can't reverse the effects of testosterone. Oh. But that's why it's very difficult female to male, uh, male to female, because you've male already gone female. through that male puberty. Yeah. Yes. You know you've what I mean? Changed the, well, so it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got you. Um, but if I stopped taking it, my body would just produce more estrogen and my hormones would be a mess. And, and you'd I'd be just all become, over the shop. Yeah. Like, like I used to cry every fucking day. I can't yeah. cry now. Like it literally, but I get so all the, the feelings. How weird That's is that right. the man woman yeah. thing is so yeah. true? Like I get the feeling I need to cry, like a you lump in my throat. Can't. I'm anxious. And like I was watching Pride of Britain the other week and these tears just went and then it got to there and then it was just like, they oh went, and then like sucked back in. I was like, no, let it, I That's need to like, let it out. That's like a man thing. How right, so you Honestly. have had surgery. Oh, so then. sorry. So yeah, so I went to uh, Miami. Yeah, and why had, Miami? So. A lot of um, they've got like some with of the, the NHS surgeons. or with certain surgeries. Some people will just cut you open, slice you down the middle, leave you in no nipples, have no re- have like no thought of the aesthetics of it right, or anything okay. like that. And my mission is to 
is to model, is to do things, is to yeah, become yeah. this face. And it's important to me to, look how to you love look. my body that well, I'm that building. Well, that was the whole point in the, the transition, thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it cost me £10,000. Yeah. Um, oh, don't talk to us. Yeah. But there isn't a price. I get it. There isn't a price on still being And if you're going to do it, do it the best. Yeah. So I went to a surgeon who knew the importance of putting the scars underneath my muscles and all the, you know, So they saved your nipples. So what they do is they take your nipples off, cut them down and then sew them back on in the right place. So it's like oh, a so breast they... uplift, but they're taking so the tissue out. So you're basically out. taking no, the no, breast out like and then a... pulling your skin down. It's like, a, yeah, like an uplift. Is it more yeah. of a guy... Gigantomastia, yeah. though. No, gigantomastia, yeah, like, where they take look. your nipples off. So they pull it down. Oh, my gosh. That's so such a good job. So that's still new. I only had it done in January. Um, what scar cream are you using? So, um, well, I was using bio, bio oil. Oh, so no. Sweetheart. No, but I'm going to send you the best one. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send you the best one you in the post. You can't have all this done and um, then not use the best stuff. Jax, yeah. give me your address. I will give you this scar cream. I will show you before and after yeah. pictures. Unreal. Cool. Yeah, I agree. And well, yeah. we can needle them as well when you're at that stage. Yeah, I will needle go into them Lauren and she'll oh, needle okay. them. But that looks stunning. But yeah, so I had that done in January. Did but you have it, big boobs? Um, Like C. So, fairly. Has yeah. that made you feel a lot better? So that changed my life. Like people don't realise that that is life-saving surgery. Yeah. Because before I was like tech conscious. Hide. It put me in a very vulnerable position. Things? Yeah. Because yeah. you're like crushing your own ribs by taping them down. And they do I, get I was covered in blisters from the tape. Everything. Like I was like pushing my boobs like with tape. Yeah. So I was like my back was covered oh, in blisters. And then if I was ever in a situation where like I don't know if my shirt was ripped in work, I was just you exposed. You were embarrassed. And stuff. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um. So so I've had top surgery. And then what more surgeries? What more? So I don't what know. What others have you got so, planned? So basically for for trans men, the, the, the bottom surgery aspect of it, for me, it's just not where it needs to be. It's It takes about four surgeries. I've, it's I've, a I'm right in saying massive, they take it from your arms. They still. take a massive skin yeah. graft from either your arm or your leg. Yeah. So like you have to learn how to use your hand again. Yeah. Um, and it's like little way. bits of surgeries. So loads of recovery. And, and then it's not Time always work, doesn't always work and you could lose all feeling and you could do all these things. So I was just like, that's not my priority. No. Like, I just want to live my life now. You know? So are you thinking I'm going to wait potentially until things are a bit more advanced before I start looking at that? If if it was more advanced, I'd look into things it. Things are advancing something every that I year. I've got a very good prosthetic. Something yeah. that, right, something that I don't understand, which is what I'm going to ask you about now. And this is me not... I've got a funny story about that. This is oh, me not having us. gone through what you've gone through. To me, and this is, again, it'll be all wrong what I say, but my genitals are what makes me male or female. Mm. And I think that is the wrong thing, but that's, I don't yeah. know any different. So if, if you're not planning to change that, how do you still feel like you are who you're meant to be? So, I mean, I would change it because yeah. it is a big thing for me. I, yeah. I am, I, I do get insecure about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I um, But I'm not going to put myself through years of no, putting my no. life on hold for that. Plus, like I said, I've got a very expensive good prosthetic. Tell me what is this? What is so this prosthetic? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. But basically, um, oh, that is what we're trying to banish. So it's not about what's between your legs. And that's um, what that, I think that makes, because that's because yeah, I don't understand. That makes a man or a woman. So, um, for example, if you lined up uh, 20 straight women, yeah. right, who, and, no, and to, through no fault of their own, yeah. you know, it's not impacted their life, yeah. whatever, they don't know enough about it. If you said to all of them, would you be with a trans man? 90% of them would say no, just because instantly in their head they're going, they think of genitalia and they go, no, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't do that. It's like a natural but reaction for people. But then they wouldn't know how to work your body yeah. even better. Right. So, because like, I don't yeah. know this. <laughs> so over the last two years, and this is what I thought, and this yeah. is why I want to talk about I this. I think because, it's the best of both. <laughs> because I felt like a freak. Like when I first no. came out, I felt like a freak who no one would ever want to be with again. Yeah. No one would ever want to sleep with me again. Yeah. I just felt like a, like awful. And 
um, through my experience over the last two years, what women have said to me who I have had, you know, dated or experienced yeah. or whatever. Um, it's perfect. It's about the presence. Yeah. So if you are attracted to um, my presence as a man, do yeah. I do, do I present as a male? Yes. You know, 100%. Does my energy present as a male? 100%. Yeah. Do I make you feel I've like been, a woman? I've been flirting I, a little bit. Yes, because I Because I flirt with men. It's just, I, it's natural. I flirt with every man. Yeah. I can't help it. And I have, which made me think earlier. It's about no, that energy. is a real yeah. man energy. It's about energy, yeah. And even before I had top surgery and everything, I was really conscious. I was sleeping with these women and I was like, like, yeah, I was insecure, and they were like, "No, I don't care. Yeah. Like it's your like you. You're a, you're, you're you make me aura. feel like a woman, and that and is, that's who I and am. That and turns, want to be. that turns someone on, yeah. and that has been like revolutionary for me because you know to realize that. Yeah, and I want to to sort of put out there like it don't don't judge it because yeah. it's about being around that person yeah. and if you feel that energy and you feel that sexual it really does go out the window so we're going to have a really quick break uh, but then we're going to be back because there's a lot more we've got slutty susan and now we've done all the like crying bits <laughs> i want to talk about the naughty bits so we're going to do a little bit of slutty susan with jacks afterwards A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We... Ah, uh, back. We've got Jack here still. Um, Hi, Jack. We could be here all day, but we've got a schedule. Slutty season. <laughs> slutty season. Okay, is everyone ready for this? I'm going to tell are ready. you. Um, uh, slutty season confession. I'm going to sing my song, but I've forgotten it. Slutty Susan, confess your sins. Right, so Jack's basically... <laughs> slutty Susan is where our listeners send in like confessionals of cool. slutty shit that they've done and we are here for it. Okay, so I'm not saying this person's name because, yeah. I had a plug-in vibrator that I took on holiday with me. Plug-in where? Duh, the oh, Okay. I had a plug-in vibrator that I took on holiday with me. When I was on the plane flying to Mexico, I thought because it's in my hand luggage and it's got a USB connector... <laughs> so you can listen to music while you're vibrating? I would plug it into my seat. You could hear the vibration two rows in front of me, but I needed some more pleasure before we landed. What? <laughs> oh, my what? God. This person were... took the vibrator on the plane to... No. It wasn't just a vibrator. It was vibrating anal beads. And he put them up his ass on the plane to Mexico. How long for? He's not said, but I love that. Go for it, pal. Yeah, go Well, if if anywhere you're going to have a wank, it a will flight. be on like That's a 12-hour flight. flight. Yeah, yeah, you boys, you're going to get You're going to get a bit I've, aggy. I've, had, I've masturbated on a plane before in the toilets. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> 
I've masturbated in some really in funny toilet. places. Just quick one, yeah. Did you not just do it under the blanket? Are you under see? the blanket, you fucking freak. No. That's I can get done with that shit. Hang on a minute. You t- touch your boyfriend or touch yourself? Myself. <laughs> I mean, whatever floats your boat. You're having a good time. You're on holiday. You're on your holiday, love. Holidays. You're on your holidays. I'd had me wine. I was on my holidays. I've given someone a blowjob on a train before. What? <laughs> and not even in the toilet. You uh, filthy cow. Under a coat. I'm going to have to How? tell my mum to not listen to this. Yeah, no, I? your mum cannot listen. <laughs> my mum doesn't my listen to this. <laughs> sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Uh, okay. Sorry to whatever train that was as well. Um, so I know that Jax has got a story about a prosthetic penis. <laughs> Can you tell me really quickly yes. how that works? So, basically, um, the very expensive, it cost me like 600 quid. Fucking hell. Right, but it was, it's so realistic. It? Yeah, it's so Did realistic. Did you know what kind of dick you It's always wanted. hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, genuinely though, you can Could go you pick, pick skin colour, whether you want tell her. Tell us what dick you picked. Um, cut or it. not, you know, all these things, right? So, I'll show you a picture later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Honestly, one of my mates was around my house once and I was sh- I was showing him it and he's a gay man. I turned around, he had it in his mouth. He was like, oh, I was just feeling. Just feeling to see whether it felt yeah. like. What are your three dick non-negotiables? Yeah, what did you have to have in your dick? Let's go round the table, yours. What if I was going to have, wait, what? If I was picking my own penis? Right. Or if I was getting the penis? I'm going to pick, I'm going to show you. Circumcised. No, yeah. I'm not circumcised. Between six to seven and a half wait, inches. Wait, do you mean this is the penis you would own? Or the penis you are going to receive? Anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's all about the big dick energy, though. Yeah. And, like, decent-sized balls. What? Yeah, so it's got realistic balls as well. Yeah. Are they, like, jiggly-wiggly? Yeah. So it's it's oh it's really God. realistic. So it cost me 600 quid anyway. Oh, I better yeah, tell you this story, be. right? Okay. So um, my dog broke upstairs when I'd gone out, right? And obviously I'd had it with me and it was in a bag. Yeah. So I hadn't, like, put it away in a drawer or whatever. Yeah. And I literally came home and the house was like in a shit state because she'd got anxious or whatever and she'd ate my fucking dick. <laughs> I can imagine you like, you ate my fucking dick! Mate, I was fuming. I was like, shit, How long quit. Does it take she was shit, She was literally shitting, well. shitting prosthetic for weeks. I was like, my mum was like, <laughs> she's like, she's done a lot of poos today and I was like, oh, I don't know what it is. I thought, I bet there's a fucking testicle in my mum's garden. <laughs> Like, so I had to so buy another one. So I'm like a grand down so in penises, the, mate. Wait, did you buy the same dick or a new one? I, bought, I had to buy. I bought a no, new one. Did you pick a different dick? No, I, I bought the same one. I bought the same one. I bought the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got good feedback from it. I was going to say you've got to get used yeah. to your dick. So you can't do you wear your dick, dick as a strap on? No. So I like. Um, I'll either use like like just tape. So it's got like a front bit. It's got like a front bit though. Yeah. So right. I'll either tape it like or I'll do I'll have like medical adhesive. Oh, so it, so it, you Wait, basically what? you can't even you can't it's fully stuck. Yes, yeah, so it'll be like a patch. Yeah. Like a patch there. Yeah, and it's stuck. And then it's just stuck. So with the pubic hair. Can, yeah. Well that man's not got her on it. <laughs> no. Oh, I like a bit of pubic hair. No. But, um, I find it the friction's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um so I'm not gonna ask you because it's your penis and you don't have to tell us that, but did you go for a big one? It's about Six and a half. Yeah, that's like na- that's what nice, m- yeah. yeah, nice size. Mine on. I and it's would... obviously like always hard. So I've got another one. If I'll just pack. This like, is what I was going to say. So if I feel uncomfortable in somewhere or I want to, because I don't do it a lot to be honest, because I don't feel like I have to. Like, I think it's the energy. I like that. It's like it's the energy for yeah, me. Yeah, I like that. Whereas if I'm say if I was doing a photo shoot and it was in underwear and you wanted to get that, so yeah. there's just like so I've got so I've got penis. a flaccid one for and that's just for the aesthetic looks you've got. Yeah, just for if I was in underwear or something. But yeah, of course. Then you want your hard one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, I would. Can I just tell you? I would prefer mine to be not 
Can come on, you three non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, some yes. uncircumcised. I'm, um, I'm going to have to see this. Um, so not circumcised. I need something to roll back. Okay. I can't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Too sensitive. I'd be causing The friction. skin moves on everything, though. Like, you can move oh the skin. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like the movement. I'm going to have to come You're back and bring, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, Size-wise, uh, again, six to six to eight. Eight's oh, big. Yeah. Six, six and a half. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not fairly girthy yeah. not not oh, a pencil yeah, yeah, yeah. not a pencil right t- so we can imagine yours well, what are your three non-negotiables um so i didn't want her on it yeah because i'm just not a fan not, anyway not um it was circumcised yeah and i just wanted the skin to match mine skin yeah. tone skin, skin color, to- skin color but, yeah funnily enough i find that penises are often darker, darker. Yeah, it is. And a as bit you dark, get older, your dick gets darker. But honestly, I'll show you the what? website. Like, as you get older, it's a you, whole... have, you can't keep. See, I'll be a an young eight. I'll... Dick. Yeah, but I'll It'll get eaten yeah, but again. I'll be an eighty-year-old man with a young dick. <laughs> like, what else do you want? I know what, what it's. What? I know what it's like when you're going through your period, and I've got a very good penis. Like, yeah. Actually, that's the perfect <laughs> fucking person. <laughs> no, when you're single, oh babe, I've been there. I get you. And then they can also give you a right good dicking. Yeah. So many of my friends now are like, I would 100% date a trans man now. Yeah. Since yeah. No, you know yeah. what I mean? Just through meeting someone and knowing me or whatever. Right, yeah. I feel well different about it now. Guys, okay. we are going to have to cut it there because we have talked way too, too much. much. Hopefully we can fit all of this in because we have had like literally the best yeah, time I've with you, Jax. Well. Thank well, you so thank much. You. Lucas is laughing because we've just said we're going to have to cut it there because it's all we can fit in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, That's because he's getting excited about <laughs> the first day. So. I have to say, um, thank you, Jack. Thank like, you so that much. Was that was amazing. So helpful. I, I really want like, really helpful. And I think that will have helped. We need to get you on again. I want to get you. Yeah. I've got this more. I've got so Yeah, you're going to have to listen to some of the other ones I've done like yeah. for hours. And there's just so much. So oh. thank you. Um, obviously, if you want to, am I right in saying if someone's going through something similar, Jacks, they can perhaps reach out to yeah, you. What's your Instagram yeah. handle, darling? Jacks Rider Feely Instagram. Jacks Rider Feely Instagram. And We're going to tag it. And yeah. TikTok? Feely Jackson. There okay. you go. So go on there. We'll share a picture of us three on the pod page. With no prosthetic penis on. <laughs> Just us. It'll be on Lauren's yeah, head. Yeah, it'll be on my head. But thank you so much. And um, remember, if you want to get in touch with us, because I feel like a lot of people are going to get in touch after this, um, then you can email us hello at nittuckpod.com. You can contact us via WhatsApp, voice notes. You know how to contact us. You can head over to this episode's description if you want to know more info. But we're going to be back with a bonus baby um, on Friday. And that's about you guys, all your stories, your icks, your dilemma of the weeks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. I really, really did. And we'll see you on Friday, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.